Hello, 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 my Erica Janelle podcast family. This is another episode of Relationship Talks with Erica Janelle. I am super, super, super excited to make these few announcements that will take less than a minute. Really quickly, I wanted to remind you, as of February 14th, 2023, I will be releasing my most amazing accompaniment to the Relationship Talks with Erica Janelle podcast, my Relationship Talks with Erica Janelle album. I'm super, super, super excited to release this to you. I have already released my first two singles, Breaking Down, When I Remove My Energy, and Let's Explore right there. They are on all digital platforms, so please check it out. This is for my podcast family. I am so excited to do something that I love, which is music. It's one of my first passions. One of my first loves is music and singing, so I can't wait to share it with you, and we talk about everything about relationships, from breakups to makeups to sex to fighting for your relationship to understanding how that it takes pressure to build something great and something beautiful and often our experiences. So I can't wait to share that with you guys. I hope you enjoy it. All right. So let's get into our next episode. So for today, we are going to kind of continue and expound a little bit more on our mindsets when it comes to uh, basically relating to the norms that society has set regarding relationships. And in today's age, I have definitely seen a very big shift in how people perceive relationships. Um, it's now a thing where people are no longer wanting to get married. People no longer see the need in it. They look at it as a man-made construct that is basically meant to um, cause either the man or the woman to kind of get into some deep financial issues and um, lose possibly losing children and all of those things, which are realities of some of the issues that we deal with in divorce. But as I always say, there is a caveat <laughs> to all of this. And in my understanding and from my personal experience, as well as me being transparent with you guys about my experiences and my journey and my relationships and what I've learned as I've gone through this healing process is it's not marriage that's the problem. It's not the construct of marriage that's the problem. It's the way that we are viewing marriage, one, and two, the people that we choose to marry. Oftentimes, we are marrying people that we do not have a true connection with. And when you marry somebody that you don't have a true connection with, when it's just based on lust or based on like, or just things that you, you know, a person that you may have settled for because they met, they met a need that you had in that moment. Eventually after 10 years of being together or five years or seven years or two years, those things that you were or had as issues in that moment may very well be totally different circumstances that you're dealing with as you grow in your marriage. And one of the things that I don't think people realize is we are made for relationships. I know I said this before in the last message, so I'm going to say it again because it bears repeating. We were made to have companionship. When God saw Adam in the garden and he had already given all of the animals, their mates and their uh, like uh, people to relate to and people to be in relationship with and procreate with, he looked at man and said, it's not good for this man to be alone. So let me create a help that is meet for him. And oftentimes we have taken a lot of scripture as people that were born and raised in church. Many of us were born and raised in church and we've had to kind of revamp and rethink our whole mindset because of how we were raised. And oftentimes we were raised wrong in the concepts of way we, the way we view marriage and the way we view the roles in marriage and all of those things. But I say all of that to say that 
companionships and relationships is an essential part of life. And it's not enough. Eventually, it gets to be at a place where you are empty just sleeping around and, and, and sleeping with this person and that person and laying in a bed next to this person. And then you don't have anybody that's there for you when you have your tough times, when you have your hard times, somebody that's there to build you up, to encourage you, to help you become better, somebody to bounce your ideas off of and somebody to share, you know, your dreams, even your most secret hidden fears, somebody that you can be vulnerable and, and comfortable with. I think we all have that innate internal desire no matter how broken we are right now and how much we refuse and reject the idea of marriage the reality is we all have that desire within us and so getting back to the way things should be should be our focus and should be our priority but before you're able to do that you've got to recognize that you have areas where you are still broken and if you see that your viewpoint of relationships and marriage is skewed then you need to ask yourself the tough questions why is this my mindset? Am I basing this off of my personal experiences? Am I basing this off of the experiences of other people that I've seen around me? Or am I basing this off of social media and those examples of people that have failed relationships? You know, one of the um, couples that have been together for a very long time and just recently decided to go through divorce is uh, Tia Maori. And my whole thing is we don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. So I would never dare to judge somebody's relationship and their decision to break away from their marriage because we don't know what goes on with people behind closed door. So when people come at me with statistics and how marriages fail and how marriages are not worth it and how the men end up on the failing, on the losing end and how the women end up with the kids and, and, and always taking child support, all of those things are scenarios based on things that you don't have any deeper discussion or deeper uh, study or anything that you've done to really analyze these relationships. Because just because somebody is married doesn't mean they're married to the right person. And just because somebody's been together for 20 years or 10 years or five years or seven years doesn't mean it's the right fit. Doesn't mean it's the perfect person or the perfect, not perfect person, because there's no such thing as a perfect person. But it doesn't mean that it's the relationship that they are called to be in. It doesn't mean that there is a true connection in that relationship. And oftentimes what I find is people that get married very young, and I say probably prior to 30, the person that they are in their 20s is completely different by the, turn, by the time they turn 30. Even what they desire, what they need, what they want, all of those things may change and may shift. And so it's not to say that your marriage can't work if you get married young. I'm talking from a person who got married young twice. It's to say that you need to be willing to ask yourself the tough questions and really examine whether or not you had a true connection because that is the missing link that nobody's talking about. Well, I can't say nobody because shout out to Stefan Speaks, shout out to Tony Gaskins, shout out to some of the other great, amazing life coaches that I personally look at as mentors and people that teach me how to be a better woman and how to be a better mate for my upcoming husband, whomever he may be. Okay, but shout out to those people. So I want us to go dig a little deeper and think about before we start spitting out statistics. I'm a person that I go deep anyway. I blame it on being a Scorpio <laughs> and also being a nerd. I'm always a person that wants to learn and I'm always wanting to dig deep and try to find out why we behave the way we behave as humans. It's the part of me that loves psychology and sociology and why we do what we do as a society why we think the way that we think why we behave the way that we behave and when you study be human behavior one of the things that people don't talk about is when you got married 
Did you get married for the right reasons? Did you get married to the person that you loved because you genuinely felt a genuine connection with them? And it's not just chemistry. It's not just um, uh, you like that person or they do something that makes you feel good or it's lust. It's more than that. It's more than attraction. It's more than chemistry. A connection is something that is so hard to even describe. The only way that I can think of it is the way that Stefan Speaks describes it. And it, to me, it fits the best scenario. It's when your spirit recognizes that other person's spirit that it's met its match. And that's the way I truly describe connection. And I will say in full confidence that most people don't marry people that they have a true connection with. And this is why the statistics of marriage, marriages failed and divorces is so high. Because we've not ever taken the time to really get down to the nitty gritty. And honestly, I would say probably the last three years is when I actually knew what connection really was. And I started to study it and I started to analyze it within my own life. And I actually experienced it for the first time in my life at 43 years old. I had never had it. I was married twice and never had a true connection with a person. I've had chemistry. I've had love. I've had deep feelings for a person, but not a true connection. And that's the missing link. And because that is the missing link, um, I feel like this is the thing that people are missing. And for me, I am learning to not allow myself to get caught up in what society says and take on this negative uh, energy that is being spewed out in the media, it's being spewed out in social media, being spewed out behind pulpits and behind men's groups and therapy sessions and wherever people are hearing all this negative information. I go with my gut. I go with my spirit. I go with what my spirit resonates with first before I do anything else. And it's spirit to spirit. And I judge things by the spirit, not by what everybody's doing. I've never been a girl that's followed what everybody does. I've never been a girl that cared about society and what society says is good, what society says is right, what society says is what we should do. I've always been the girl that followed my own heart, my own mind, my own convictions, and followed what I believe God was showing me to do. And that's because that's my relationship with God. And I realized that everybody's not there and everybody doesn't believe in God. But for for me, that's what I do. So I've never been one that has to be um, caught up with what is popular or caught up with the people that are popular. I have always gotten into a place where I did what my convictions led me to do. And so that's what I challenge you guys to do. Dig a little deeper. Don't spew statistics. Start digging deeper. And when you're asking people, ask people that have been married for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, people that have been divorced. You can ask me, put it in the comments. Ask me, what are the things that I believe led to my divorce? And before we start making these generalizations and throwing the baby out with the bathwater, i.e. marriage, let's dig a little deeper. Let's not be afraid to ask the hard questions. Let's not be afraid and not even to point a finger at the other person, but look at ourselves. You have to go within first. When you go within then you're able to really, truly, truly examine the things that you did to contribute to your failure in your marriage and your relationships and the things that you needed to develop in and you needed to work on. Because we can't judge anybody else until we judge ourselves first. And so I'm big on judging me. Like nobody could ever tell me more things about me than me because I am constantly 
dealing with myself through a microscope and judging myself or analyzing why I have this behavior, why I have this mindset, why I think the way I think, why I do what I do. And when we start to do those things, that is when we truly, truly, truly can honestly say we've done the work. And not only just acknowledging it, but actually doing the work to heal, actually going to therapy, actually talking it out, actually researching, actually reading some books and talking about some things that you need to talk about in order to grow and to gain the knowledge you need to gain in order to become healthy and whole. Because I'm seeing a lot of people on social media and you could see the hurt in them. Because I'm a spiritual person and my, my intuition is super strong and I'm tuned into it, I can see the hurt and people before they even open their mouths most of the time. And a lot of the times, I, it's confirmed to me once they open their mouths. You are talking from a place of hurt. You're talking from a place of pain. You're talking from a place of your personal experiences. So you can't de determine that the whole institution is bad because of your experiences or the experiences of others. Dig deep. Ask the questions. Don't be afraid to ask God. Ask God for guidance. Lord, what do you think about marriage? Because you created this institution, not man. Man didn't create a marriage. Marriage was an institution created by God. Read your Bible. It's in there. <laughs> and what I'm saying to you is, even if you're not a Christian or you're not a person that is, considers yourself spiritual, think about why you have that mindset. You can't keep basing everything off of what you see. Everything, if we base life off of what we see, all of us would be miserable, hopeless, and depressed, okay? Because what we see in financial realms right now are terrible. What we see in relationships is terrible. What we see in um, our success levels can be terrible. All of the things that we are seeing with our eyes are terrible. There has to be a higher level of how you examine your life and how you examine where you're going and what you believe. And that's what I'm challenging you guys to do. Dig a little deeper before you make a comment, before you get on social media and, sh and share negative comments about women and, and men and whatever that is. Before you do that, examine your own self and actually be honest with yourself and ask, have you really healed? Or are you still holding or harboring that bitterness and that anger and that resentment from your past bad relationship or the person that left you because they, for whatever reason? Because I've heard um, a guy recently that I was talking to, um, we were just having a conversation. He was talking about how, you know, he feels like a lot of times women just leave men because they're just tired of them. It's usually more than that. That's what the surface level is. The girl may say, okay, well, I just don't want to do this anymore. I don't think this is right for me. But I can guarantee you there are deeper issues that she may not be discussing with you. It could be a lack of attraction. She could no longer be attracted to you. That is a real thing. Not just men feel it. Women feel it too. We don't always have attraction for people that we're with. And you've got to be honest with yourself. It could be a lack of attraction. It could be the fact that you've done so many things that it's hard for her to forgive you. And every time she sees you, it's like if she sees you, it's like that wound is being opened again after she's trying to heal from it. So you remind her of her pain. It could be so many things. It could be childhood issues that she hasn't dealt with or childhood issues that you haven't dealt with. It could be anger. It could be her not feeling like you are strong enough to be able to lead her. As a, a healed woman who has her own stuff and her own ventures and her own, I pay my own bills and I make my own money. I am a woman who is looking for a man that can lead me. I'm not looking for a man that's going to um, 
try to rule over me or someone that even on the flip side of it is going to depend on me to take care of him. I need somebody that we are partners and somebody that I can trust to lead me. And for a woman, our number one need is security. We need to feel like our man can keep us safe. And when I say safe, I'm talking about emotionally safe. I'm talking about mentally safe, financially safe, uh, spiritually safe, all of those things. I need a man that can cover me because I'm a very strong, spiritually strong. I'm, I have my own career. I have three businesses that I own. I am very strong in the things that I am, that my path and my journey is on. I don't need a weak man. A weak man would never be able to be with me. Because that's not the kind of man that I would even be able to feel security with. I would still feel like I still have to do everything. I'm looking forward to the day when my husband, whom God sends me, is able to come and, 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 and be able to empower me and be like, okay, baby, I've got this for you. You don't have to do everything. Because right now I do everything. I'm a single mom. I run my home. I run three businesses. I'm a VP of HR in my career. I'm starting, you know, I have my music coming out. I'm doing all kinds of things. I have a second job. I do a lot of different things. I need a man that can come in my life, make me feel safe and make me feel secure that I don't have to do so many things in order to be able to maintain my life and the life of my family by myself. It's a lot of weight on my shoulders, but guess what? I have to do it because there's nobody else there to do it. So, and I don't mind. I love my journey. Everything I'm actually doing in my life right now, I'm doing that I love. My job I love, my uh, all of my businesses I absolutely love. Me doing my music is a one of my biggest passions I've been having since I was four years old. Um, you know, teaching modeling and acting classes, actually doing some modeling and acting of my own. I enjoy everything that I'm doing right now. But I And I don't mind putting the work in because I love what I do. But to be able to have somebody that I can depend on, I can lean on and say, you know what, baby, I got you. You don't have to work as hard. Still do what you love, but know that you don't have to do it if you don't want to because I got us. I'm going to hold you up. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to build you up. I'm not ever going to be the woman that's ever going to sit on my behind and expect for a man to take care of me, nor am I ever going to be okay with being a stay-at-home mom. Not that there's anything wrong with being a stay-at-home mom. I am, it's just not for me. I've always had an entrepreneur spirit in, in me, even when I was a stay-at-home mom. It was always something in me that made me know that I was supposed to go out and do certain things. So I challenge you guys, while you're developing this mindset to think and dig a little deeper, please dig deeper. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Marriage is not a bad thing. When you marry the right person that you have a true connection with, even if you get in a relationship with a person you have a true connection with, it is a beautiful thing. You're not competing with each other. You are completing each other. And not that you're not complete by yourself, but you are really adding to one another. It's like, I'm doing this. He's doing this. We're flowing together. We're getting together. We're, we're making changes. We're making big moves. We're doing big things for the community, for our lives, for the betterment of our families, to build a legacy for our household and for our families. Those are the things that you get to do when you're with a person that you truly have a connection with. But most people just settle. Stop settling. No longer can we settle for people that are not in our best interest. Please, please, please examine your relationships and determine whether or not it is what is best for you. And if you're already married, then I'm not saying you go and divorce your husband. I'm saying you fight. You just have to work a little harder. Don't give up on your relationship. There's too many broken homes. There's too many people going, growing up with so many 
damaged mentalities because of the broken homes and the father not being there or the mother not being present or whatever the case may be. Because I've met a lot of single dads recently. Um, there's one gentleman that I met recently who told me that in his friend circle, majority of them are single dads because they ended up having to take the kids from the mother because the mother wasn't doing her job. So there are, it's not what society will, will paint a picture that it's only women that are leaving men or it's only, you know, single moms, you know, that are only one dealing with challenges. There are single dads that are challenged. There are men that want to be in their children's lives where the moms are not doing what they need to do to help the men be that. There are situations where the women are handling all of the responsibilities and the men are doing absolutely nothing. There are situations where the women are doing absolutely nothing and the father has to step in. So stop stop thinking that this narrative that the enemy, and I say the enemy because as a spiritual woman, I understand the division comes from the devil and or evil, however you see it. I don't care if you don't believe in God or in the devil or whatever. That doesn't make it any less real. The fact of the matter is all of those things that are causing division are definitely evil because God is a God of, 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 of union and being able to come together in community and communion, not with separating and destroying each other. Relationships are meant to build each other. They're meant to be a partnership. It's not to be meant to be where you're my Lord and I'm your servant and I have to serve you and do everything you tell me to do. No, I'm your partner and I get to serve you. You're my partner and you get to serve me. There's a difference in your mindset. And when you change your mindset, you change your life. So I encourage and I challenge each and every one of you to stop with the narratives that the media is trying to push and throw down our throats and start really taking your own time to study and to research whatever your resources may be. If it's some authors that you trust, if it's the Bible, because the Bible's my number one authority. And then I go into reading of, you know, some uh, academic readings and things that help to navigate through those things. I challenge you to do that. And I promise you that when you change your mindset, you will change your entire situation. You don't have to depend on anybody to make you feel like you are crazy because you still want to get married or you're crazy as a man that you want to get married. But all of the men on the Internet are telling you, oh, marriage is just a setup for men. Come on, we've got to stop that. At the end of the day, we all are supposed to be here to share our journeys with one another. I have certain missions and things that I'm doing, but the man that God has for me will help me take my mission to the next level. And the man that God has for me, I will help to take his mission to the next level. Because all we're supposed to do is add to one another, build each other up, be that person that you can be vulnerable and happy and healthy with. That person that not only you could share sex with, but the person you can really truly share that level of intimacy that you can't share with anybody else. I'm looking for my best friend, the person that despite everybody else that I can talk to, I need him to be the person that I can talk to, the person that I can lean on and the person that I can share my deepest, darkest secrets, my deepest, darkest desires, my dreams, my hopes, my aspirations, what my goals are. And he can help guide me towards those. And I can do the same for him. It's an even exchange when it's the right type of relationship. And I'm still truly believing for that. And I don't care if people call me crazy and delusional, but trust me, you will see the fruit of my labor. You will see all of the work that I do from in myself and on myself. Because I'm not looking to change somebody else. I'm changing me first. I'm going within. I'm healing thyself first. I'm not looking to heal somebody else. I'm not his savior. 
God is his savior. It is his job to develop his relationship with God on his own and my job to develop my relationship with God on my own. But when that man comes into my life, I know it's going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to it. And I just want to encourage you guys to do that as well. I can't wait to bring my guest on. I'm hoping that we can get together next week before the holidays. Um, I am going to be out of town, but I'll be back on Sunday. So hopefully we can record on Sunday um, that relation that Relationship Talks podcast that's talking about connection. Because that's the next step that we need to go in. Talking about what connection is. And how you know when you've, how to identify when you found a true connection versus just chemistry and attraction or lust or like or whatever. All right, guys. Well, I love you. Have an amazing week. And I'll be back with you next week. Love you guys. Bye.